0: Welcome in to a Saturday edition? Thursday? No, Thursday Thursday edition. Come on, Matt. I know it's summer, man. I know. When it's summer, you know, you got vacations going on, like, days just kind of blend to each other. But Joey is right. Welcome to a Thursday edition of the Back and Forth Podcast. I'm your host, Stat Matt, a.k.a. Matt Raftery, joined alongside, as always, by my co-host, Joey G. As a reminder, Back and Forth is... An official show of the Talk That Talk Media Company. You can follow them on Twitter at TTT Media Company, all the other socials, Talk That Talk Media Company. And you can follow the Back and Forth Podcast on Twitter at Backforth Pod. Instagram is at Backforth Podcast. And we've got, a, we got more than just a football preview for you guys today. We do have the football preview. It's, I'll admit, it's a team that, Joey, we put them off as long as we probably can. Um, there's a reason they were last in our football preview when it comes comes to the AFC North. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit <laughs> later on. But we also have some pretty big news out of the NBA. Some speculation has resurfaced
1: itself. And I believe it was either the last episode or the preview before that, we did the same thing. We are like, okay, NBA's starting to slow down. Yeah. Uh, just as it slows down, it, it's like, uh, hang uh, on a second. And uh, for those who don't know, who may live under a bridge. the Celtics have now... Entered uh, the Kevin Durant sweepstakes um, and reportedly offered Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a first-round pick for the superstar forward Kevin Durant, in which Brooklyn declined. And they then countered. Won- they countered the offer with um, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, a first-round pick, and a role player, which I hope Brad Stevens laughed on that phone call. Then, I would have hung the phone up yeah, immediately. I'm like, like you no. Know. Well, regardless of the fact... It seems that, um, and then the report leaks. You see how Jalen Brown reacts to it. And, uh, like, if you're Boston, that's not a look you want. Um, and you now probably have made Jalen Brown uh, a very unhappy. So you, that may put more pressure now on Boston to, to get this done. I would say, do you now, if you're Boston, are you forced into trading Jalen Brown? I think that's exactly what Brooklyn wanted. I think, because they said that trade offer was weeks old. So I, I, this is my my theory on what happened. They say that trade offer was weeks old and just leaked. My guess is Brooklyn heard that offer and were like, we can get more for Katie. We can get, because Ayton was still a restricted free agent at the time, so they could still do a sign-in trade. So they're like, we can get DeAndre Aiton, Mikkel Bridges, blah, 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 from Phoenix, like the list goes on. Um, and then maybe we could get from Miami, we could get Bam and Tyler Hero or something like that. Uh, and you, you go and look at other teams throughout the league and they're like, we can get more than Jalen Brown and Derek, and Derek white. Um, and I think over the last, uh, three, four weeks here, and no one's been offering uh, a trade package close to that. And I think Boston has maybe now retracted that uh, retracted that offer and saying, well, we're not going to give up Brown and Derek White now. We're just going to offer you Jalen Brown in a first round pick. Like we're seeing what other teams are offering you. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to, uh, uh, give you the whole uh house here like you're going to want from other teams cuz Brooklyn's asking price has been very high. Yes. Like they asked for Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns I think from Minnesota which is ridiculous. I think that's honestly what they were expecting to get for Kevin Durant, which I think they would have 4 years ago. Yes. Kevin Durant is 33 now. He's uh, getting older and I'm not saying that he's at the he's at the back end of his career, but I'm not saying he's going to start regressing like next season, but you're going to get like two more good years out of him, And then I think you're going to start seeing that regression. Like, you know, LeBron James is LeBron James. I don't think every single NBA player is going to be able to play at the level LeBron plays at age 38 or age 39. Right. Um, also Kevin Durant still coming off an Achilles injury. Um, like, let's be real here. Kevin Durant three years ago with golden state and even Oklahoma city. Kevin Durant is two times better than Brooklyn. Nets. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is still a great player. I'm not saying he's, he's trash now, but he's still a great player. Um, But obviously seeing getting swept in the first round and how Jason Tatum was able to contain Kevin Durant, which is something we've not really seen before. Like, uh, that's why he's getting a lot of crap, because, like, Kevin Durant has been pure unstoppable these past, you know, 10 years. And seeing what the Celtics did to him in that first round of the series is like, wow, like, you never really have seen that from Kevin Durant before. Um, But back to the point here is that, you know, Brooklyn has not basically been getting what they want for Kevin Durant or not getting the offers they want. So I think they leaked that trade. And then they put pressure now on Boston to do it because Jalen Brown now sees that. And someone who's going to be a free agent in two years, and also has the power to request a trade if he wants to, um, he may not want to be in Boston anymore after seeing they may, they were trying to trade him. And so now that puts pressure on Boston to give Jalen Brown up um, to the Brooklyn Nets and maybe even Derek White, because now Derek's, Derek White's name is also in the mix too. So I think that's honestly what Brooklyn did. They're not getting the offers they want. And, um, they figured they leaked his trade and they put more pressure on the Celtics to give uh, Jalen Brown up, which I'll let Matt give his opinion on on the offer and then I'll I w- I'll come back and say if I would do that or not. But honestly, I think that's what happened. They're not getting the offers they want and they want to put more pressure on the Celtics to to give up Jalen Brown because that's probably the best offer they're going to get now because all Phoenix can offer is like Mikael Bridges and a few other young guys on their team in picks. Like you're not going to trade Kevin Durant for – Mikael Bridges is a good player, but you're not going to trade – KD for Mikkel Bridges. You're not going to trade KD for Tyler Hero. Um, You're not going to trade KD for, um, if if Toronto's not offering Scotty Barnes and Pascal Siakam, you're not going to trade them for, you know, O.G. Anubi and and Fred Van Fleet. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, if Boston's offering Jalen Brown, that's probably the best offer they have now, and they're leaking that because they want to put more pressure on the Celtics.
0: Yeah, and to touch on that point, I mean, it was really rumored that they were going to, really pursue Phoenix and Miami. Those were the two really big trade partners they had in mind initially when Kevin Durant requested a trade. The problem is both those teams, their centerpieces that would have been ideal for uh, Brooklyn as far as what they would, wanted in return, both are restricted. Um,
1: you can't trade Bam Adebayo. I believe there's a restriction there. They would have to give up Ben Simmons, which like, I would see Brooklyn doing. Like, Bam is a good player. If you can dump off Ben Simmons to another team and right. get a good return for him, like, I would do it. If you could find a partner where you get a, a a decent package for a guy who doesn't even play anymore, and you get Bam out of it on, and you get Bam and Tyler Hero from Miami, like, I would do that. Right. But it's that's a huge headache and a huge process they would have to go through. Right. And you look at
0: Phoenix, they were able to trade originally, but now that DeAndre Ayton has re-signed with the team, He's, on, he's off the table now as far as being able to be traded, at
1: least for the moment, because there's a, I think... He can't be traded till either, it's either December, it's either mid-December or mid-January.
0: Yeah, and I don't think if you're Brooklyn, you really want to hang on to Kevin Durant all that long. No. Brings me to the next point. If you are Brooklyn, you need to find a trade for Kevin Durant before the season starts, because I'm not saying he would, but there's a chance Kevin Durant might start sitting out games if he's not traded, because he's already requested a trade, it's not like Kevin Durant needs to prove anything to anybody. Teams that are trading for Kevin Durant know exactly what they're getting. They're getting an elite score. And Kevin Durant, he's missed time before from basketball, extended periods of time, and has been able, been able to come back and be just as good of a scorer, if not better. He's done that with injury. So I don't think sitting out games would really face Kevin Durant one bit. And if anything, it would hurt Brooklyn a lot more, which means, yes, you lose the leverage if you're Brooklyn when it comes to a Kevin Durant trade, but ultimately, you need to find a trade partner. Like, if, if you're sitting here and you're Brooklyn and you're honestly convinced, like, oh, KD's going to, you know, just play for the regular season and maybe we'll deal him at the trade deadline, you're better off trading them now than later. Like, KD's stock is going to be the highest right now as far as what, you, what you're what you getting in return. The, the
1: longer you hold on to them, the less value you're going to get. And that's, like I said, that's exactly what they're doing. That's why they leaked the Jalen Brown thing. Um, now to Boston if you do this. If you're Boston, do you do this? Um, I feel like no. now you have to. Uh, you,
0: you probably have to. I don't know if it would be worth it though for Boston because, I mean let's 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 say hypothetically they were to take Brooklyn's counter offer, which was Marcus Smart, uh, Derek White. You do not do that. No, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Hypo. I don't think they would, and they shouldn't. But let's just say hypothetically that that's the offer that you know Boston was like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. We will get Kevin Durant back in return are you sure Kevin Durant's winning a title with Jason Tatum and that's about it? Like, you lose your depth at the point guard spot. And, I mean, unless you're really confident in Peyton Pritchard to be manning the one spot to distribute the ball to Tatum and Durant. And, by the way, Brooklyn doesn't get all that much worse. They're getting Jalen Brown back in return. They would get Marcus Smart in return. They would get Derek White off the bench. They would have Kyrie Irving. Oh, you're saying,
1: yeah, don't do that trade. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they Well, they have Brogdon still, but, like, After Brogdon, it's Peyton Pritchard. Yeah,
0: and so, and and meanwhile, I mean, Brooklyn, they would be able to bring Marcus Smart off the bench if they wanted to. They still have Kyrie, who said he's going to play in Brooklyn with or without KD. You have now Jalen Brown. You add Derek White, another piece to the bench. Like, Brooklyn, that would be a team that probably could go toe-to-toe with Boston, with KD and Kevin Durant, or KD and Jason Tatum, and Malcolm Brogdon. But again, I I get there's concern with Brogdon as far as, his health and all that. He's been kind of injury prone throughout his career. Missed a lot of time, but when healthy, he's a good player. Um, I don't. I don't think you do that if you're Boston. And there's a reason that that trade wasn't accepted. Marcus Smart is to me, if you're the Boston Celtics, he's untradeable. Like you, you have to put him in that same category with Jason Tatum. Like you can have almost anything else you want on the roster. You're not touching Smart, and you are not touching Tatum. And right now, you're not touching Malcolm Brogdon.
1: Like, those are the three. You're not touching Robert Williams either.
0: Yeah, no. I think Robert Williams. Those are about the four. Anything else, have, have at it.
1: I'm going to say something crazy. I love Jalen Brown. And if we can't get Kevin Durant, I want him on the team. And I want Jalen Brown to finish out his days as a Celtic. Do you think that happens, though? No. And I'm going to also say something else. Robert Williams is more valuable than Jalen Brown. Robert Williams does, I mean, if you watch the finals,
0: I understand Robert Williams didn't pop out on the stat sheet. He popped out everywhere else, though. He did all the little things on any big block, any big rebound, the hustle. I mean, you're not going to find many people like Robert Williams. Robert Williams
1: will win Defensive Player of the Year this upcoming season. He'll be in in contention for it. Robert Williams is going to have an insane breakout year next year. He already did this year. He's going to have another one next season. He is more valuable than Jalen Brown, in my eyes. And... And in, in the situation, if I'm Boston now, I'm taking that Derek White. I'm taking his name out of the of the package because I feel like there's there's pressure on both teams right now. Right, like Brooklyn is not going to get a better trade than Jalen Brown. It's not going to happen. Right, the teams that are in in the running for him are like they don't have players that are going to offer better than that. Like Tyler Hero is not in in no universe is better than Jalen Brown. Mikkel Bridges in no universe is better than Jalen Brown. OG and <laughs> no universe is better than Jalen Brown. And there are teams that could offer more, but Kevin Durant doesn't want to play there. Right. And I think he's going to make that very clear. Kevin Durant is not going to play in, I don't think Charlotte can offer a better trade, but no. he's not going to play in Charlotte or he's not going to play in San Antonio. Like right. it's not going to happen. Not going um, back to OKC. Yeah, he's not going to go back to OKC. That's not going to happen. So um, I'm taking Derek White out and I'm throwing in Brown, maybe Grant Williams and Pritchard and some picks. Or one of those two. Right. Like, you're not going to get Derek White. That That's out. That's off the table now.
0: Now, so. I, I get the notion that you probably have to, if you're the Celtics, think about moving on from Jalen Brown sooner than later because of his reaction to being put in trade deadlines.
1: Well, I feel right. like they, they, the reason they offered him is because, and the, there are reports coming out saying Jalen Brown never wanted to leave Boston, but I do not, I don't think Brad Stevens is that stupid. I think there's been some indication he's a free agent in two years. I think there has been some indication that he's going to go test free agency in two years. Like I don't, I don't see why, why Brad Stevens would throw in Jalen Brown uh, in a trade for a guy. He's very confident is going to stay a Celtic. Like there had to be some indication that he was going to go test free agency or they don't want to pay him the insane, like he's going to be due for a max extension. Like that's a lot of money. Right, and they may not feel that Jalen Brown may not be worth that. Let's like, let's say that 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 Celtics can't get Kevin Durant, but yet they still need to shop Jalen Brown. I think if you can't get Katie, you hold on to him and you wait until not this season, but the following season, and you see. You see how he's feeling then, and you you just play off this season with Jalen Brown. I feel like if you can't get Katie, there's really no rush to trade Jalen Brown. He has two years on his contract. The only way that there's a rush to trade him is that if that toxic environment returns to the Celtics locker room or, you know, they they, they play terrible, which I obviously I don't think they will considering they just made the finals last season. So I think you wait until the following season and see how he's feeling about the team and how he's feeling about free agency. I think you spend this year repairing that relationship um, or trying to repair that relationship between him and the front office if you can't get Katie. But like let's not be mistaken here. Regardless of what Celtic fans say, I know they love their players and I get it, Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum on the same team are going to torch the NBA. You can say whatever you want. I love Jalen Brown. If we cannot get KD, I want Jalen Brown to retire as Celtic. But you cannot sit here and look me in the face and say Robert Williams, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Malcolm Brogdon. That's a championship team. Are not going to go at least 60 wins and absolutely just break through every single team and you just break through the first round, second round, conference finals, and the and, and and win the NBA Finals. Yeah, you can't sit there and look me in the face and say that's not gonna happen if they stay healthy. Which, you know, you have to take that into account with every team. Like the Warriors may not go back to the finals next year if they can't stay healthy. So like it, that's a that's a risk at the beginning of every single season. The reason um, the reason I do bring up, do you entertain shopping
0: Jalen Brown? Is because. If he's, if it, let's say that there's a toxic environment and Brown just wants out. Do you look at maybe shopping him to a place like Utah who has Donovan Mitchell that wants out? Mm. Because that's, that's not a terrible.
1: No, I I think, I don't think Mitchell, I don't, yeah, Mitchell's kind of undersized shooting guard. I don't know. And I, I don't even know if Utah does that. I feel like they just really want draft picks. And, like, really young. Like, they want, like, rookies and draft picks out of that deal. And I, that's what – rookie and second-year players, and I feel like that's what um, New York is going to offer. I don't really think one can really compete with New York. I feel like he's going to end up in New York. It's just a matter of when, not if. Like, New York has eight first-round draft picks, and we know how much Danny Ainge loves those. So, um, I feel like – I feel like, honestly, you – unless I don't think he's going to ask out. I think you really hold on to him, and you try to repair that relationship. But if not – Celtic fans are gonna hate me but man you gotta go get Kevin Durant I'm sorry now, if, it's, if the price is Jalen Brown and a couple of picks and Grant Williams then I I I think you take Derek White off the table if you're Celt- if you're the Celtics like Brooklyn leaked that trade Derek White's off the table you're gonna get now someone else off our bench and you're gonna get draft picks and you're also getting a you know an all-star an all-star player in Jalen Brown and I, that's that's the best they can get for Katie right now. And Brooklyn has to trade Katie at some point because he doesn't want to be there anymore. Um, so, but yeah, it's a no brainer. Like Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum on the same team is is simply unfair.
0: Yeah, I I went out as far as saying Katie's probably got four really good years of basketball left. He could up until about thirty seven. He could. And if that if you win if you're Boston and you win even two championships in the next four years, well, I think
1: it's well worth it. One one thing I will say, um, I will absolutely root for Kyrie to go to the Lakers if Katie goes to Boston. Oh, that'll be a, that'll be great
0: because you know the Lakers. Well, that depends on what. The, yeah, I don't think
1: it will happen. I, I don't. You like, would have the, to go in free agency. The Lakers don't have any assets to give up. Yeah, well, they don't want to give up those two first rounders in twenty seven and twenty nine. Yeah, so I mean, they would have to. So they would have to give those up if if they could do that. Then. Um, I would absolutely root for Kyrie to go to the Lakers because that, that would really renew that that Celtics rivalry. Yeah, that would really But he might go in free agency next
0: year anyway. So yeah. you may have to
1: wait a year for the rivalry. But yeah.
0: Um Yeah, I know. I think you're right. I think and I think you're right. The Celtics fans wouldn't like it, but then the counter argument is go look at what the Lakers did. They mortgaged literally their entire future and a lot of their roster for a chip. And they got it. Well it's the same
1: thing with Kyrie. I mean The difference between Kyrie and Katie is Kyrie had two years on his contract and Kevin Durant has four years left on his deal right now, but they hated that move at first. And I mean, Kyrie was amazing with the Celtics and everyone became a a huge Kyrie Irving fan. And look what happened with Isaiah Thomas. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's going to happen to Jalen Brown. I I absolutely don't, I absolutely don't hope that happens to Jalen Brown, but you know, in August they hated that trade and they wanted Danny Ainge fired November comes around, Dan is the, the smartest GM in NBA history, and they love Kyrie Irving. So, at, at first, they would absolutely hate it, but I feel like once December comes around and the Celtics are, you know, 20-4 and four and are first in the Eastern Conference and are first and have the best record in the NBA, I feel like they'd be like, okay, well, I guess I like this trade now. And they are also the same way with when they got Kevin Garnett. Like, they traded Al Jefferson, who all these picks and Celtic fans are really high on Al Jefferson at the time. And what did Kevin Garnett bring to Boston? He won an NBA championship. Like, do you think if they kept Al Jefferson, they would have won a title? No, they wouldn't win a title without Jefferson. So and I don't even know where Al Jefferson is anymore anyway. Um, so yeah, I feel like you have to do it at this point. It sounds crazy and they may hate me for it, but gotta go get. you got to go get KD.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Boston does emerge as the winner of the Kevin Durant sweepstakes what that price looks like. Um, I I think we still have quite a bit of negotiating still to do on both sides. But again, we both believe he's going to be traded before the season starts. So you would imagine in the next few months or so, um, probably sooner rather than later if you're Brooklyn. Um, But let's talk about a team now that they, well, well, they're not going to be in championship contention. They, They might not even be in 500 contention to be honest with you. But, we are talking about the Cleveland Browns as part of the final team in the AFC North for our NFL season preview. And let's get right to the schedule. Um, I'll put an asterisk by the uh, some of these games because I do believe Deshaun Watson, I'll say he's probably suspended six games. So the first six games, I'm ruling out Deshaun Watson. After I'm going to rule
1: him out four games. I think he gets four games. Four games, okay. You can go six. I'm just going to rule him yeah, out. Yeah. I'm going to rule him out four. Okay, so they start, <laughs> they start on the road to the Panthers. On the road to the Panthers.
0: Yes, I have this as a loss, by the way. For the yeah, I'll go. I'll go loss. This, I feel like this is gonna be a Baker made. This field. is Baker revenge game. Yeah, this will end. be his only
1: good game of the season. Yeah,
0: he'll look like an MVP candidate for at least one week. Yeah, um, and then they open the the home opener up against
1: the Jets. I'm gonna go a loss. Ooh, I'm gonna go win. I think. Hey, the Jets, the Jets aren't going to be as terrible as people think, I think, this year.
0: I'm trying to think, who's the, who's the Browns' backup right now? Like, who would probably be— Well, maybe if they get Jeremy Garoppolo, because now San Fran has come out and said that um, Trey Lance is going to be their starter. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan came out and said that yesterday or the
1: day before. I think their QB—they have uh, Jacoby Brissett and Joshua Dobbs. So Jacoby Brissett's probably they starting— have, They also have Josh
0: Rosen. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett's going to be the starting one of those three. <laughs> um, I think Jacoby Brissett's good enough to get a win against the Jets at home.
1: Well, they said this report says Josh Rosen will be battling with, the Hobbs Yeah, so I don't know. So like so th- that's not a very good list. So, right.
0: I'll I'll give the Browns. Especially it's, it's a it's a home game, so I'll give it to the Browns. I'm
1: giving them a loss. 0 and two.
0: The Steelers at home. Oh and three. I agree. I think the Steelers are splitting with the Browns. This is their best chance to get a win against Cleveland. Steelers always play pretty well in Cleveland too. Yeah. Um, so I've got you've got them 0 and 3. I've got them 1 and 2. On the road to the Falcons. They get that one. 1 and 3. I'll go win. I it I'm pretty 50-50 on it, but I'll go win. Falcons are pretty bad this year. AR. That's that's probably the only reason I'd give them a win. I think that's another one Jacoby per se, could muscle them to a win. Uh so I, you've got them 1 and 3. I've got them 2 and 2. This would be the first game back for you with Deshaun Watson, and it's not a very easy return. It's at home against the Chargers.
1: Yeah, that's not a return game you want, especially with how elite that Chargers defense is going to be this season. Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson. Um, Chargers probably have a better offense. Yeah, one and four.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'll give them that loss as well. Two and three for me. They continue the home stand against the Patriots.
1: These are two tough return games. I'm going to give him another loss. Yeah. This is a guy, you got to remember, Deshaun Watson has to get back in a rhythm, and this is a guy who has not played football in a year and a half now. Correct. Um, approaching two years, actually. He didn't play at all last season, so it's been two years, hasn't it? Right. He hasn't played a full season of football um, or a season and a half after the suspension. Um, and he's got to get back in a rhythm. Like you can say, whatever you want about practice, practice and, and game speed are very different. So um, this is another loss. What are you at now? One and 5 we You're at one and five. I'm at two and four. I agree this is a loss.
0: I mean, especially if he's out for six games. Bill Belichick's not losing to Jacobi no. Not Not happening. Um, this would be the return game for me. And again, not an easy return game. On the road to Baltimore. And one and six. Yeah, I'll go uh, two and five. Ooh. I mean, we're talking now about you have them like on four or five straight losses at this yeah. point. ooh. Um, they return home for the Bengals.
1: The NFL <laughs> hates the Browns, by the way. <laughs> uh, I'll give them this one. They they got to steal. They'll steal one of these games. I feel like so yeah. two and six. I, I'm with you. I'll I'll go three
0: and five. Um, if they if the Bengals beat the Browns, it'll be at home. Uh, Most likely, then they go to Miami, three and six. Yeah, Miami's not going to be that as great as I think people advertise. Yeah, they fired a great coach. They had so I'll go four and five. I'm going to mark this as four and six. Now they're going to Buffalo. Yeah, three and seven. I mean, you don't have to really think about that very much. They might have another loss on their hands too. They're they're at home for the Buccaneers. Mm. Buccaneers did just add Julio. That's right, three and eight. Yeah. Jesus, Julio! That's a, that's a ridiculous. Mike Evans. Goal. Oh my God, Godwin!
1: Anybody stopping that passing I attack? I don't think so. It's already a quarterback either. So Jeez. three and eight.
0: Yeah, uh, four and seven for me. Um, uh, okay, they get a little bit of a layup here. They go to Houston. Four and eight. Deshaun Watson return. Uh, return game, revenge
1: game. Uh, Houston, I don't think will be. Houston's pretty terrible anyway. So, yeah. You that, could probably throw for 100 yards and they'd still win. Yeah, exactly.
0: So you're at four and eight. I'm at five and seven. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah, five and seven at home for the Ravens. Five and eight. You're at four, okay, so you gave them that win. Mm, I feel like they're. Did I give him a. I did give him a loss on the road. Yeah. Uh, Sean Watson will be in. This will be a good number of games back under his belt. He should be somewhat back in rhythm. I'm with you. I'll go uh, six and seven. uh, Give them the win. They host the Saints. Six and eight. Yeah, Saints are going
1: to be aren't going to be very good. They're they're pretty much eliminated from playoff contention at this point. But I think they're going to want to. They're not going to want to tank for a pick. They're going to want to start getting Watson comfortable with these guys and start racking up some wins. I got them sitting at five hundred seven and seven.
0: Browns at the Commanders. Seven and eight. I agree. Commanders always play well at the end of the year. Ron Rivera is one of those coaches like this. Well, this I got
1: I got Cleveland. They're 6-8, and eight, so I had them winning that Oh. Game.
0: Yeah. I'll go 7-8. and eight. I think they lose this game. You lose? Yeah. Com- I mean, Washington's one of those sneaky it's teams. It's still so
1: weird to say the
0: Commanders. Yeah. I just say Washington. Yeah. I, I almost want to say what their old name was, but, you know,
1: don't want to get it. Don't the, the, want to get it. Well, don't want to call them the football team anymore. Yeah, yeah, I think the football goodness. team was a better name out of. The commanders. commanders. The Commanders is pretty stupid. Uh, so we they shouldn't want the Red Wolves. Right. The Red Wolves would have been a cool name. Yeah. The Red Wolves would have been a really great name. So they want to go by the Commanders. In any case. And going, the, worst, the worst logo in
0: I know. NFL history as well. Um, but, hey, I mean, they're decently coached. They've got a good defense. Yeah. You know, see what they can do. We have them both at 7 and 8. They go to
1: Pittsburgh for the finale. This is our last game of the year? We're missing one then. Because we have them at seven and eight right now. Do we? Hmm. Mm. Did I miss? Who did I miss? Let me look. On the road to Pittsburgh, though, that's a loss. Yes, I agree. So seven and nine. At the Bengals, sorry. Oh, at the Bengals. Yeah, they're seven. And it's ten. right after the Texans game. Yeah, so seven and ten. I agree.
0: Seven and ten. Um, even yeah, I mean that last game at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's probably fighting for a playoff spot in that game. They're going to be playing pretty hard for it. I want to see what – I mean, I don't even know if they have a win projection out for the Browns because of all the uncertainty. But if they do, I'm, I'm curious what it is. Um, well, I guess it would be seven or six and a half. Let's see. Let's see. For the I the like that's where it has Browns. to be. Uh, I mean, that's probably about right. Like, you just make them 500 and, or around 500 and just, you know, if you're right, you're right, you're wrong, you're wrong. But let's take
1: a look. Once the, the suspension t- comes out, though, I think that it will either – Drop or, or obviously go higher depending on how many games. Right. So let's see here. The Browns. Browns, the Browns, the
0: Browns. So the Browns, let's see if I can find it. Um, it should be around seven or eight, I would imagine. I'd be shocked if it was any higher or really any lower for that matter.
1: Um, they gave the Ravens 10 wins somehow. Yeah.
0: That's, I mean, the rate, but I mean, we were pretty high on the Ravens pretty much. I thought um, the Ravens and the uh, the Bengals, we, we were really high on both of them. And even well, they gave game, the Ravens
1: higher when uh, over and under than the, uh, than the Bengals. Yeah. That they was, I Bengals remember that. Line, they gave the Bengals nine and a half and and then the Ravens at 10.
0: Yeah. I remember that. And we were both kind of looking at each other like, huh? <laughs> um, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They have an alt season total, so my guess is it's probably mm, probably nine ish. Uh, eight and a half is minus one thirty to go over. The Browns? Yes. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go. I under. would go under. Yeah. Uh, I think if they get to eight wins, that is a miracle. Um, yeah, I would be perfectly okay with going under. I, you may even want to take under seven and a
1: half because I don't, I can't see eight. No, I can't either. But rough year for Cleveland ahead. Um. And and even when Watson returns, it's going to take a while for that for him to get back in the rhythm. As good of a quarterback he is, uh, you know those those return both Matt hasn't had six games. I haven't had four games. But either side of it, those return games are rough. Yeah, you're um, either at Baltimore or at home for the
0: Chargers, and yeah. you have
1: the Patriots sandwiched right in the middle. Yeah, so he's um. Yeah, it, it'll be a it'll be a tough return for Deshaun Watson, but I think towards the end of the season you'll see him s- slowly get back into a rhythm and um, return to his own self. And I think you'll really see uh, Cleveland become a Super Bowl contenders in the two thousand twenty three twenty four season because it's just going to take a while for obviously like he's going to get suspended and he's got to get comfortable with his teammates and, and game speed and stuff. So, um, but right now we got him at at a seven and ten, eight and nine, six and eleven ish team. Um, that suspension is pretty much going to end their season yeah um if you're putting all your trust in josh rosen you might as well just uh well i think they probably go with jacoby percent unless they well they said it's between rosen and dobbs so and and they're saying rose is rosen's making a lot of momentum somehow so
0: um if it's between that i mean if you're cleveland why aren't you calling san francisco right now
1: you know you don't want to pay that money for a backup for six games I don't blame them either. Give them a give them a one year. They've 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 been they've been terrible for so long. What's another season? I think that's how they're viewing it. They're like we've been so bad for so long. How bad will one year hurt?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would entertain a one year for Jimmy Garoppolo if you're the Browns. I he's, get you're probably gonna he's probably gonna play four or six games. Maybe give him a one year and then you know everything works out with Deshaun. You you don't lose a whole lot. He's not worth it in
1: my eyes because regardless of how well he plays, like Watson's going to have to, like I said, he's going to have to take some time to get back to his old, like they're not going to be regardless, unless they bring in Tom Brady for six games, like they're not going to be, you know, Super Bowl contenders at all this season, or they may not even, they may not even be playoff contenders. Cause then you're going to go, your receivers are going to have to be used to playing under Garoppolo. And then mid season, they're going to have to make that switch to Watson. Watson's got to get back into a groove. Those receivers got to get used to playing under Watson now. Um, no matter what path they take here, they're they're going to regress a little bit at some point this year. Like yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna keep stacking up wins. It's going to be losses followed by more losses, and then get back into it towards the back end of the season, which will kind of suck because they'll be hurting their draft stock at that point. But I think Cleveland won't care. They'll want to start building up some wins and, and getting the guys comfortable and get them to buy into the the system they're building or and return next season. Yeah. Um,
0: in any case this is going to be the worst team in the AFC North. Yeah. According that we can our, agree on. According to at least our projections, we had the Steelers getting into... Did we have them getting to 10 wins? Or we... I can't remember. If we had them... I know we had them at least getting to 9. I don't know. We may have given them a 10-win season for the Steelers. I know for sure we're at 10 wins or more with the Ravens and the Bengals. So, again, it's one of those... We, we talked a little bit about it last week. The AFC North could have three teams that each have 10 wins in the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Bengals. And then there's the Browns kind of just limping along in fourth place. Kind of similar to what we think with the AFC West. We think, you know, the Chargers, the Raiders, and even the Chiefs can muster out ten a 10-win 10 season or better. Yeah. And then there's Denver just kind of limping themselves along.
1: They've got uh, Russell Wilson.
0: And Russell Wilson. That's about it. Like, it's one of those memes that's like, oh, yeah, the uh, 2023 Denver Broncos were going to be looking really scary. It's like Russell Wilson and then a bunch of nobodies.
1: Yeah. So But um we've got eight down. Eight down. Eight down and twenty four to go. So We're we're making making some headway. Yeah. And we got about we still got about another month and a week ish. Yeah. We might until sp- the season starts. We might start
0: sprinkling in some college football because I yeah. know that starts sooner than the NFL. So college football is just a month away. Yeah, so might have to start sprinkling in some college football amongst the bigger conferences. Maybe we'll do a, a conference a day or whatever the case may be. But yeah. in any case, We appreciate you guys tuning in to the Back and Forth Podcast. I've been your host, Matt, joined alongside, as always, by my co-host, Joey G. Remember, Back and Forth is an official show of the Talk That Talk Media Company. You can follow them on Twitter at TTT Media Company. All their other socials are at Talk That Talk Media Company. And you can follow Back and Forth on Twitter at BackForthPod. Instagram is at BackForthPodcast. We are back with one more show to finish out the week on Saturday. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will talk to you later this week.